Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Weird Adventures with C. Eric Scott. I have known producer C. Eric Scott for 22 years. And we have worked on so many paranormal TV shows and movies that I can't even name them all. Well, recently, he visited me here in Las Vegas, and we sat down for a face-to-face conversation. You are going to hear that conversation soon. 
But first, right up front, I want to tell you about a weird experience I had while Eric was here in town. All right, listen to this. I, your humble host, was recently kicked out. That's right, kicked out of a celebrity event here in Las Vegas. (laughs) Can you believe that? You know what a nice, courteous, respectful man I am, and yet I was kicked out. So before I tell you this story, let me ask you to guess who that celebrity might be. Hmm. I know that's a hard one. And and you should realize it wasn't actually the celebrity that demanded I be removed. It was a couple of goombas, goons, henchmen. And uh, and this story actually has a twist ending. But uh, it did. It ticked me off for a few days and uh, you'll see why. So, OK, are you ready? Here's what happened. Recently, Lauren and I were hanging out on a Friday night with Eric in a nice casino on the outskirts of Vegas. And when we got there earlier in the night, we had seen these generic, nondescript signs here and there saying filming in progress. But I saw no actual indications of any filming. And so we just sort of ignored the whole thing. We had a full night of gambling, and then we went to a restaurant to get some food to go. At that point, it was after one in the morning, and as we were actually walking out of the casino on our way to leave with our to-go food in the bags, this random young man just ran up to us, excited as heck. This guy was probably in his 20s. He had a goatee, and he just showed us his phone and and exclaimed to us, we are just complete, complete strangers. He said, look, I just got a picture with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan and Dana White are over in the high limit section right now. And this guy was flipping out like he'd met Santa Claus. Now, uh, the high limit section was right there next to us. And I said, Joe Rogan is in there. And he said, yeah, yeah, he's taking pictures with everybody. Now, if you don't know, Joe Rogan has one of the most popular podcasts in the world, and he is a controversial figure. A lot of people don't agree with his views, uh, but I've always enjoyed his interviews, and I think he's a person who stands up for free speech because he has maintained his independence, even when a lot of the legacy mainstream media has tried to censor him. So whether or not I agree with everything he says, I I admire that he is a champion for free speech. And Dana White is the man in charge of the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Now, that's that's cool, but I'm personally, I'm just really not much of a UFC guy. So I told Lauren and Eric, well, if Joe Rogan's right in there, I'd like to pop in to the High Limits area and just say hello to Joe Rogan. And neither Lauren or... Or Eric wanted to go, so they held my food, and I said, okay, I'll be back in just a little bit. So I walked into the high limits area, and there was a room toward the back that had two men in suits standing at either side, like they might be guards, possibly. Um, and, And I figured Joe Rogan might be in that back room, and so if they didn't want me there, these guys in suits would just stop me and tell me they didn't want me. But... But they just smiled. Uh, So, you know, I just walked right in. And sure enough, there was Joe Rogan 
and Dana White standing in front of a card table watching a game with a small crowd around them. So it was pretty cool right off the bat to see them in the flesh. They looked exactly like they do on TV, even though I must say they're quite a bit shorter than me. And there there was one guy I saw in the corner who was filming stuff, but that was it. I mean, this did not look at all like an actual TV set or anything. Goodness knows I've been on a zillion TV sets and uh, it just looked to me like they had possibly some bets down and they were gambling. I don't know what, what exactly was going on. So I just stood there and watched for a few minutes. It really didn't look like much was going on at all, frankly. Uh, there were all these intimidating looking men in dark suits standing around, but I thought maybe they were just like casino security or something. Since I presumed if Joe Rogan and Dana White were there, maybe they they were betting, you know, some big stakes, perhaps. I don't know. Nobody said anything. There was nothing to indicate at all what was going on. So at one point, Joe Rogan didn't have too many folks around him, and he was just kind of looking at the table. So I figured I'd say hello. And I said, Mr. Rogan, I'm Joshua Warren, and uh, I enjoy your podcast And I want to thank you for standing up for free speech. And he shook my hand and said, thank you. And, you know, he was cordial and that was it. And so, you know, then some other people came up and started talking to him. And I continued watching this whole scenario because, again, it didn't look like that there was like a TV shoot going on. And I was kind of curious as to what was happening. And he was just chatting with people, kind of knocking around, um, I It didn't look to me like he was working. Uh, so at some point, Dana White walked to the other side of the room, and most of the people followed Dana White. So now there were even less people around Joe Rogan. Well, of course, I had been on my way out the door to begin with, you know, heading out with, with Lauren and Eric when I realized that Joe Rogan was even there. And I was thinking about like, well, Lauren and Eric are waiting for me outside. Like, oh, what's cool? What's he doing in there? Come on, Joshua. So, I mean, I was kind of in a hurry and I needed to run. But, you know, I figured I would just ask Joe Rogan one more question. Actually, just a question. I had to ask him anything, but I just figured I'd ask him a question before I left. I mean, he was standing right there in front of me, a real human being, just like any other normal human being in a casino. And I said to him, quote, I host a podcast for Coast to Coast AM. Would you be interested in being interviewed? End quote. And as soon as I said, I work for Coast to Coast AM, a guy in a dark suit began stepping between me and Joe Rogan, and he said something smart alecky like, that's it. And Rogan said no. And as soon as Rogan said no, Another man in a suit stepped between me and Rogan and the men in suits told me to leave and showed me the door. And even though Joe Rogan did not ask me to leave, he watched this happen and he did not say a word about it. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, once he said no, I would have just said, OK, I understand. Thank you. And that would have been the end of it. They didn't have to kick me out of the room, though. Uh, To say that was an overreaction is an understatement. So apparently saying I was with the media was a big no-no, I guess. I mean, that's all I can figure is, you know, that that's what happened. 
And frankly, you could even argue whether or not it was legal for them to kick me out of the room. For one thing, I don't know who these people were. They did not identify themselves as casino employees. And there was a law in Nevada that says that if there is an area where gambling is taking place, you must make it equally available to all. That law exists because if you have an area with a machine and you say, hey, that's Joshua's machine, only Joshua gets to play it. Well, then guess who's going to eventually hit the jackpot one day? Joshua is, right? So that is a law on the books. But then there are also laws saying like casinos can ban you from the property if they don't like this or that. But again, I don't I don't know who these people were. These fellas never even identified themselves. I had no idea who they were. But regardless... I was ready to leave anyway, and it really wasn't that big of a deal to me. Like I say, all I did was ask another human being standing next to me whether or not he would be interested in being interviewed on my show, and this is the reaction I got from those around him. So, of course, without hesitation, I left that area. I even gambled a little bit uh, on the other section of the high limits room with no problem. And then I emerged to tell Lauren and Eric, well, I met Joe Rogan. I shook his hand. We had a friendly exchange. But when I asked if he would consider being interviewed on my podcast, the guys in there kicked me out. Lauren said, I'm so glad I didn't go in there. I would have been horrified. (laughs) And I said, well, look, I'm not happy. (laughs) You know, I'm miffed. That was uncalled for. And honestly, it left a bad taste in my mouth. But when we come back from this break, there is a twist ending to this story. (laughs) I just can't go anywhere and have a normal life. Weird things just follow me wherever I go. Well, you know what? Uh, I am always coming up with new and interesting offers and products and freebies I give away. And sometimes I say you have a week. You know, you have seven days to get this and then seven days goes by and people say oh i missed it i missed it please can you make an exception and do give me one do one for me and i can't things sell out i move on with other projects so if you want to stay updated immediately when i have something to offer and you don't want to miss it go to joshuapwarren.com and uh, you'll see an area on the homepage where you can put your email address in there. Hit the submit button and you can subscribe to my free e-newsletter. When you do that, you will instantly receive an automated email from me with links to all kinds of interesting free goodies that are online that will help you start manifesting money and all kinds of cool stuff and make your life much more magical. JoshuaPWarren.com I am Joshua P. Warren and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and Strange Things coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Take us with you anywhere. This is the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and Strange Things. to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Adiatato Zume! So... <laughs> so we're you know we're we're walking out of the casino of course 
And and I look back and I thought, you know, I I don't hold it against Joe Rogan since he did not personally kick me out. But I do think if it had been the other way around, if I had been in his position, I would have told these guys, nah, he's okay. You don't have to throw him out. But anyway, uh, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know the big picture. I didn't even know what the heck was going on. And so, you know, I left pretty confused and kind of ticked off. So now here, I guess, is the the twist ending, perhaps. So this whole thing that I just told you about happened on a Friday night. Technically, it was like a Saturday morning because this is like, you know, almost two o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning. So the following Sunday, I checked the news and found out that that very next day after my experience, that Saturday, Donald Trump had popped up as a surprise at UFC 290. That's the big fighting event right down the road in Las Vegas. And Donald Trump was with Dana White and Joe Rogan. And all of these other celebs were there. And then I realized, oh, there was a very good chance that the guys who kicked me out of the room the night before were secret service agents because they were preparing for this big Trump event hours away that was being kept a secret um, with these two guys that I was with, Joe Rogan and Dana White. And for all I know, even Donald Trump may have been nearby. And if I had known that Joe Rogan was in that room as part of a political event, perhaps I would have never entered because throughout my life, whenever I have come into contact with the Secret Service and the circle of individuals who surround presidential figures, regardless of the party, it's always dark and negative. There's like this aggressive cloud and paranoia and i just want no part of it so i guess the bottom line is that i guess you again to recap i was already ready to leave i was walking out the door an excited stranger ran up and said hey joe rogan's in there look he's meeting people and taking pics so i went in there and ended up having this experience where i was kicked out why did that happen to me you know, what, what was, what was I supposed to learn from that? I could have just gone home and been none the wiser, but why did the universe want me to experience that odd thing? I do not know. Uh, maybe it will make more sense at some point and it'll become something positive at some point. But for now, it's just outright weird. I thought I was just being nice, but there's the reality. So that is my story about recently being kicked out of a celebrity event. <laughs> what do you think of that? All right, let's get on to the <laughs> the feature presentation, shall we? C. Eric Scott is originally from Ohio. He went to college in North Carolina, where we met, and he now lives in Washington, D.C. For more than two decades, we have worked on so many paranormal projects, I truly cannot remember them all. 
We camped at Brown Mountain many times looking for the mysterious lights. We made the video report about the White House ghost photo. We made the video report about OUFOs in Puerto Rico. We traveled the country, just the two of us, making segments for an entire season of paranormal paparazzi on the Travel Channel. We worked on the Warner Brothers horror movie called The Apparition. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And when he recently visited me at my new house in Vegas, we decided to just sit down, relax, and shoot the breeze about some of our wild experiences. And here, my friends, is that conversation. All right, I'm sitting here in my kitchen next to my swimming pool in the warm evening in Las Vegas, Nevada, with my old buddy, Mr. C. Eric Scott. And I think we're starting a bit of a tradition here because when I interviewed... Uh, Forrest Connor, who was the very first person to be interviewed face-to-face in my home, which is an extremely rare occasion, uh, we were having a single malt scotch. And lo and behold, when you showed up, you brought a beautiful single malt scotch. We're ha- you can probably tell we're having it right now. Uh, tonight we're having it... Uh, on the rocks with a splash of water to wake it up a little bit. This is a Mortlock single malt scotch whiskey aged 12 years. Well, uh, what a gift. Uh, welcome to my kitchen, Mr. C. Eric Scott. Cheers. Oh, yes, thank you. Cheers. You know what? Uh, when I was in Transylvania in Romania, they taught me that they say cheers by saying noroc. Oh, okay. Which basically means to your health. It's the same kind of thing. Right. So that's the, let's, let's do the Transylvanian version. Noroc. Noroc. Yeah. It's a spooky show. <laughs> Man, what a, what a day we've had. You took me and Lauren out for a fantastic dinner at a fine restaurant. We even went out for some ice cream afterward. We did. And uh, when we finish up this uh, this little talk and these drinks, we're going to go out. We're going to chill in the pool. We'll have a couple cigars. We're just trying our best to make everybody out there jealous right now. Right. It's like the, uh, you know, the, the old rich men on the Titanic, except, you know, <laughs> th- things didn't end well for them. So hopefully that will not happen to us. My pool's only five and a half feet deep. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But yes, of course, you can remember the scene where they're like, oh, let's go to the parlor for a cigar and brandy, you know, so uh, we're, we're doing a little different with the scotch, but still, you know, we, we hopefully will not be sinking anywhere. You have worked on a lot of paranormal projects. First off, just so everyone knows, you have been working in filmmaking and TV production the vast majority of your life, especially your adult life. Right, more or less. Yeah. You're a professional photographer as well. And uh, that's a really special combo uh, to know how imagery works when it's both captured still and moving. Two different worlds, and you got to bring them together, especially when you're trying to capture and analyze mysterious things. Right. right. Um, so now we figured out that we'd known each other for 22 years. And uh, tell everybody how we met 22 years ago. Huh. Well, I mean, interestingly enough, it was through one of my uh, college roommates who was looking into trying to produce 
a documentary or series of documentaries on North Carolina ghost lore. And so he originally tried to team up with uh, an investigation group based out of Raleigh. And he met with them a couple times, but they it was weird because they they never showed him any of their footage or they would just get together and talk about stuff, but they <laughs> never showed him anything. Yeah. And so we, you know, he kept trying to arrange for us to go and document one of their investigations and they kept dragging their feet. Uh-huh. So he finally just got tired of dealing with them and, and, and sought somebody else out in North Carolina and found your website and, uh, uh, and everything about Lemur, your investigation team. And so he contacted you and you guys, uh, started a dialogue and, uh, we eventually made arrangements to come to Asheville and, uh, follow you on an investigation of the Grove Park Inn, where we were, of course, looking for the world famous Pink Lady. And, uh, you know, we set up, uh, meters and different things in the, uh, in her famous room there, which was what, uh, 545, is that 545. right? 545. And, uh, then we uh, just kind of followed you guys around and, you know, got all kinds of crazy footage uh, throughout that amazing historic property. And uh, you know what, Eric, I wasn't going to bring this up, but <laughs> what the heck? Maybe I'll edit it out. Um, <laughs> I just remember on one of our investigations back in those early days. <laughs> do you know where I'm going with this? Not exactly. Okay. So <laughs> one night you and your colleague and the lemur team and I, we were all there. And we had a bunch of people from the mainstream media that were also there documenting our investigation. Mm -hmm. And we were all crowded in room 545. And one of our lemur investigators said he had some paranormal footage that he wanted to show. And so all the media was standing there with bated breath. And they're watching his computer screen. And he hits the button. And a home movie pops up. But it was in night vision. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. It looked paranormal for a moment. Right. This was a home movie that was not meant for public display, I don't think. And I've never seen a man scramble and sweat so fast or try to shield the screen for that matter. And maybe five seconds, and five seconds is a long time under such circumstances. Five seconds later, uh, we finally get to the orb footage and nobody said a word. <laughs> right. Yeah, everyone I think was just trying not to say anything because <laughs> what does one say in a moment such as that where you've just seen, well, some questionable <laughs> yeah. footage that yeah. has nothing to do with paranormal Unless, well, maybe there was a ghost in there somewhere. I don't know. You know, maybe. All right, time for a break. As I think you can see, this conversation could go anywhere. (laughs) I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Dr. Sky, and you're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back with Strange Things and Joshua P. Warren. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And now, back to my conversation with C. Eric Scott. Okay, so you and I, after all these years, we have worked together on so many projects that it's impossible to remember off the top of my head. So I, I have my laptop in front of me, and I'm just kind of scrolling down, and I'm just looking at uh, TV shows and stuff. And like, oh, yeah, Eric was there for that. Eric was there for that. You know, we shot this. We produced this. Um, it, and the, the, even looking at the list, it's intimidating. Um, hmm. So we're only going to be able to focus on uh, a few things. But sure. I guess some of the highlights are, um, okay, well, for one thing, uh, you spent a lot of time with us over many years camping up at Brown Mountain. We were doing right. a lot of Brown Mountain Lights research up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as time went on and we started getting more and more opportunities to work with, with movies and TV, uh, you also worked with uh, the Apparition movie on, for you know, Warner Brothers came and they hired me to be a tech consultant for the apparition right. horror movie right and then we worked together on that mm-hmm. um, we've done so many TV shows together but we actually uh, were we we created a team a two-man team for the travel channel TV series called paranormal paparazzi yeah that's right they gave us basically a blank check and <laughs> and sent the two of us right on this epic journey across the United States of America to just it, they, we had some things that we had to check off the list that we right. had to do mm-hmm. but you and I wanted to really impress the producers and so we went above and beyond and we just started creating a lot of our own content right. and shooting our own segments as well well heck we even did our own reenactments for some of the things which we've posted online yes that's that's true somewhere <laughs> on, on YouTube um and uh, we, of course, uh, well, you live in Washington, D.C. Right. And so uh, I don't know what year it was off the top of my head, but um, I went up. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the ghost photo, the world's wildest ghost photo. Oh, yeah. I think that was around 2015, I think. I think we, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So sometime around then, I traveled up to visit you and stay with you in Washington, D.C., and we traveled all over the place and talked to everybody we could possibly talk to to try to figure out the truth behind the so-called ghost photo from the White House right. basement, what may be the ghost of Abraham Lincoln standing below the location of the Lincoln bedroom, mm-hmm. which actually was the war room during the Civil War. Huh. Um, but... I think some of the the more interesting experiences that we may have had dealt with Puerto Rico. With yeah, probably. Puerto Rico. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we were in Puerto Rico, uh, we, we filmed a lot of stuff there. I mean, there were times you'd come down and stay for like a month at a time or something like that. Right, right. Um, and I remember one day you and I, uh, we were with some friends and we went out to the Laguna Cartagena the UFO Lagoon. And as a filmmaker, I want you to tell everybody what you saw out there. This is broad daylight, in, like in the afternoon in Puerto Rico. Uh, what did you see out there over that lagoon where people have had all kinds of UFO experiences? Well, as I recall, um, yeah, we were uh, standing on they have a little observation platform there that's uh, kind of overlooking the lagoon itself. 
And uh, one of the other members of our party uh, spotted at you know, first uh, these little sort of balls of light or whatever. Maybe it was some sort of a metallic sphere that was reflecting. It was really hard to tell because of the, the distance uh, from, from us that we were seeing it. And uh, we all basically started filming and taking photos and, uh, you know, try to get as capture as much of this thing as we could, but it was really hard to tell exactly what it was. And, it, uh, it, it was again, from what I could tell, it looked like a, almost a little ball of some sort that was just kind of dancing around the water. There's, there's a picture and, uh, of it right there. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's, so it's right, yeah, right on the surface there, and it's really not clear. I mean, sure, it could be a, some weird reflection, but it looks a little, I mean, it just looks a little too strange for that. I, it almost looks like it could be something that's sort of under the water and maybe a little bit of it sticking out, or it could just be a very small, I don't know, maybe it's a small USO. <laughs> well, a lot of the fishermen that we talked to, we, we showed these pictures to them, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that a million times. It's like a little, you can imagine it being like a metallic little ball that's right. sort of like darting around the surface of the lagoon there, the laguna. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I saw it, you saw it, the three people we were with saw it. We all got footage of it. If, if Any of you listening, if you want to see the pictures we're looking at right now, go to this website that I created, uh, and it's a little outdated, but it's called uh, ericeboproject.com. A-R-E-C-I-B-O, ericeboproject.com. That happened to us, I got it right here, Eric, on February the 9th of 2014. Okay, 2014. Yeah, in Lajas, Puerto Rico. And it lasted for approximately 30 minutes this thing was bouncing around. Wow. But you told me that um, that's not the only time you've seen something that might be a UFO. Right, right. right. Oh, yeah, there's there have been... <laughs> Numerous times that I have seen things that I really couldn't describe um, what it is. Let's hear a story. Um, well, I guess the one that probably stands out in my mind most vividly is a time where I was uh, driving back with my mom from somewhere. I don't remember, but we were. this was when I used to live in Ohio. And uh, a, a line of thunderstorms had come through the area, and so it really cleared up the sky and, you know, um, it was really uh, very clear, except to the east where you could see the, the clouds from the storms. Anyway, um, I was looking up at the sky because it was just so interesting looking. And then all of a sudden, out of thin air, a red-looking ball of light appeared in the sky. And it just stayed in, it just stayed in place. And as I was watching it, a second ball appeared uh kind of a little bit further in a line from it and then a little bit after that a third and then a fourth and i believe even a fifth ball appeared and these were all little red balls of light that made a perfectly straight line in the sky and they were all equidistant from or they appeared to be equidistant from from each other and so i watched these things around what seemed to be several minutes and they didn't move or anything. I mean, they just stayed in, you know, in place in the sky. And eventually, uh, they started to disappear one by one. And, uh, and also we were starting to drive out of the, out of the area, but we were driving in a part of, uh, of Ohio that's, that's fairly flat, a lot of farmland. So 
you know, not a lot of objects to obstruct the view or anything like that. So I was able to really keep a, keep a, my eyes on these objects for, you know, probably at least 15 or 20 minutes um, as we were driving through this uh, through this area. And so, yeah, I've never never really seen much of anything else like that where these things, you know, I mean, because usually if it's a plane or helicopter or something else, you know, it's got movement to it, you know, some kind of linear movement or whatever. And these things did not move at all. They just were like hovering in place, but... Uh, it was just a single, like, a single, what appeared to be a single point of light from each thing. Not like, again, when you see a hel helicopter or a plane that have beacons on them that flash, this wasn't doing anything like that. So, I'm not sure what it was, but, you know, maybe it was the aliens. Hard to tell. <laughs> I, you know, one thing that is so, um, I think, admirable about you and your work is that even though you have been on so many paranormal investigations. You've worked on so many paranormal TV shows and movies. You're not one of these guys who's out there telling uh, about a hundred ex paranormal experiences that you've had. You know, you're very reserved and you do your best to be a skeptical person. You're not, you're not out there. You're not cynical. You're not doubting that these things are real, but you have a very balanced perspective in terms of like how to rationally view what may or may not be an explanation. And going back to the White House ghost photo. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've got here that video pulled up that we did. And anybody, if you've never seen this, uh, if you just go to joshuapwarren.com and you click the section called Gallery of the Strange, you're going to find a lot of good stuff there. <laughs> and uh, one of them is a link that says, uh, click here for Warren's special video report on the White House ghost photo. Now, without getting too technical here, um, uh, when we went around and talked to some of the best experts, uh, photographic experts in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. they were saying that, well, maybe it was possible that this could be some type of a, uh, a long exposure. Right. So right. that you, you end up with uh, a picture of these guys who are on a construction site in the, in, in the basement of the White House. And just about everybody else is in focus, but mm -hmm. there's one guy is out of focus. And so maybe somehow he was moving or whatever. But the, the problem is uh, he doesn't look blurry. Right. It doesn't look like he was moving. And it's a very well lit construction scene. Right. And without having the exact type of camera and film and knowing for a fact the settings that Abby Rowe was using, the photographer, mm -hmm. right. you try to, to reproduce that, those conditions to see if you could create something like this using a long exposure. What was your conclusion? That seems like a good place for a break. When we come back, we will get his conclusion and we will have the conclusion of this show. You know, um, this is a good example, I think, of how that, you know, I wanted to go for many years to the White House to investigate the ghost standing there in that photo under the Lincoln bedroom. But now, as I, I said earlier in this podcast, I mean, politics has become such a dark business I don't even know if I want to go into the White House anymore, because if you do that, people are going to assume that you have one alliance or another. It's kind of sad. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. 
don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, this is Ouija board expert Karen A. Dahlman, and you're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and here is the conclusion of my recent conversation with Mr. C. Eric Scott. What was your conclusion? I mean, well, just looking at the original photograph uh, and knowing what I know about you know, creating long exposure photographs in order for that to be what caused, you know, in order for a long exposure to be what caused the image in the, in the White House to turn out the way that it did, you would have, you know, none of the other men would have remained in focus because, I mean, it's, it's really hard to stand still for any length of time. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, anytime you've ever tried to take a photo in a low light condition without a flash, uh, most cameras that have automatic settings on them will try to compensate for the low light by holding their shutter open longer to allow more light to expose for the photograph. Well, what happens then is if you've got anybody moving in that photo, you know that they turn out blurry or streaky or whatever. And sure, you can see through part of them, but usually you can't see through all of them. Like, so the part that was maybe moving, you can like, if they waved an arm or whatever, you'll see a little bit, but the rest of them typically ends up being solid. Well, in the case of that, that White House photo, that figure appears to be completely translucent and not moving. Yes. And the other thing is the men that are the, the, the construction workers that are in there are also appear to be standing perfectly still uh, you know, and again, if you're doing a long exposure, even if they were told to stand still, they're probably going to move a little bit and you're going to be able to see some blurry edges or something around the other people in there. And you don't really see that. So that's what leads me to believe that it probably is not a long exposure photograph that we're looking at. Um, you know, we did try to recreate it, um, and we, you know, using some different techniques and we weren't able to come, you know, to up with anything that looked identical or even similar to what they came up with. So here's the kicker, and I will never understand this, but to me, this is the smoking gun that proves that we are correct. That this is, cannot be explained as a long ex- exposure. We spent months working on this photograph. You even, after we filmed in D.C., you came down to Puerto Rico, where I was living at the time, and we actually edited the video in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. We were so fixated on the image of the ghost that we put our whole video together, put it out to the world, and did not even realize until somebody saw this video that there is another image in the photograph, uh, on lower down, of a workman who looks a little bit blurry because he happens to be taking a step as the picture is made. And the wonderful thing about that man being there is you can see he is literally in the process of taking a step. And you can see where he began and where he ended, and that exposure could not be longer than two seconds at the most. It is impossible to explain how you could get an exposure longer than two seconds with that man in those positions. And therefore, what that means is that if he is not blurred more than one step, 
and it proves this image was not exposed more than one to two seconds, a long exposure could not be an explanation for the translucent ghostly figure. Why doesn't this man also look translucent? Right? Well, yeah, that, that would be him. Yeah. So we, we really ought to do a follow-up video after all these years <laughs> where we say, here's here's the update. You know, we sure. just literally do an updated version. And I, I guess I could just do that on my own, just show the picture and just do a voiceover right. and, and post it again. Because there are a lot of people who don't realize that this was something that, I mean, I'll never understand how we overlooked that when we were doing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess because looking at it, it really kind of blends in with that pile it, yeah. of rubble. So, yeah. you know, and the looks like the clothing that the guy is wearing is very light colored. So he just kind of like was almost camouflaged. Yeah. Um, uh, so that, you know, that's a really interesting thing uh, hmm. about about that project. Um, so uh, next thing I want to touch on here, uh, you have you were you were the person who shot the original wishing machine video uh, that we right. did. Uh, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago. See, I'm, <laughs> on, my, I'm on my computer. I got to look all this stuff up now. Like, when did we do this? Um when when I got together with Dr. Mulder and we decided that we were going to start promoting the Wishing Machine project, meaning that we were he was going to start making these and we were going to make them affordable and we were going to start keeping track of people's results and trying to figure out how all this works. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was 10 years ago, okay. according to YouTube. <laughs> and uh, so that video, the very first one, is 10 minutes long. Right. It's been viewed by, you know, like thousands and thousands, like 89,000 people, it says right here. Just that yeah. one version of it. Huh. Um, but you have continued filming Wishing Machine stuff. You filmed also the Wishing Machine workshop movie that right. I did. Right. Which is like a two-hour movie that anybody can watch for free mm -hmm. right now if you go to wishingmachineproject.com. Um, but you used the wishing machine uh, you've had some extraordinary experiences tell us about a, a wishing machine experience you've had huh, well no i'm afraid that uh you know if i tell this everybody's going to go out and buy one and then it's, you know it's going <laughs> to oh, no. no no but uh but seriously um you know of course what's the first thing that everybody thinks of when oh a wishing machine well what can i do with this well everybody wants to get money right so here here is a story that it really happened that will make you sell out of wishing machines almost instantly. Um, so I thought it would be fun to try one of the small units that you uh, produced called the Field X machine. And I already have one, like a full size machine that I just leave set up permanently for stuff. Uh, but with the, the small Field X machine, it's really nicely sized so that you can take it and experiment with it, you know, different places, which is great. Because it'll even run off of a nine volt battery, which, hey, how, how great is that? So uh, anyway, I bought this thing and decided to go to a casino and try it because, hey, why not? So I set the thing up, left it in my car in the garage of the casino that I went to and went in there, probably played for a few hours and uh, ended up uh, ultimately winning a nice jackpot. Uh, and uh, it was a taxable jackpot. So, that, I mean, anybody who's gambled in a casino knows that when it's a taxable, I mean, it's a significant enough amount of money that they 
have to come over and actually hand pay hand pay you exactly. So, um, so you know, I, I can say that it, it was a successful test. And then the very next night, I went to a different casino. And this time, though, because this other casino uh, is very close to my house, I just set the thing up and left it in my apartment, basically. I, you know, and because uh, I was like, well, let's see if distance makes a difference. Because uh, I also just didn't feel like trying to drag it along, put it in the car anyway. So I, I put it in the, you know, set it up in my bedroom and left, uh, basically using a very similar setup to what I had done the night before when I set it up in the in the car. And I'll be damned if I didn't uh, walk out of that other casino with, I didn't, it wasn't a jackpot, but I did end up leaving several hundred dollars ahead. So, I mean, that's, you know, two nights in a row using a wishing machine. I mean, that seems like pretty good results. Uh, and and I noticed that now that you've traveled here to Las Vegas, you uh, packed your wishing machine and brought it with you. I did. I did. Because why not experiment in one of the greatest, <laughs> you know, laboratories in the world, right? I mean, you can do all kinds of interesting stuff here in Las Vegas. And and people ask me frequently, uh, am I going to have a problem with the TSA if I bring my wishing machine on a trip? And uh, absolutely not. I've traveled all over the place with a wishing machine, even to other countries. But uh, I think the the clearest example of this is I have a a good friend who, for a long time, was uh, one of the supervisors at the the, uh, TSA. And um, I was talking to him about people concerned about traveling with the wishing machine. And he goes, no, we know what that is. He says, we, we have it in our handbook. He goes, it's not a threat. He says, well, he says, every electronic device is basically just a case with wires in it. And the wishing machine is no different. You hmm. know, as a matter of fact, we love them because they're even easier to look into. We can, we can see what's in there. Right. Um, so don't worry if you're traveling about bringing your wishing machine. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but I want to thank Mr. C. Eric Scott for all of his years of great friendship and for sitting down for this conversation. Also, he does food reviews on his YouTube channel. Go to CEricScott.com. There is no period after the C, and that's C-E-R-I-C. S-C-O-T-T, CEricScott.com. Also, years ago, he and I made a comedy in Puerto Rico called The Commodore, starring the two of us. I got to warn you, the language is R-rated. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not the greatest movie, but if you want to see it, go to CommodoreMovie.com, CommodoreMovie.com, CommodoreMovie.com. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift. And check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.